she's just poetry in motion you're listening to touch her life kindness show this is rj manasa like every other sunday i'm back and today we will be learning what is rhythmic gymnastics so let me explain what that is very briefly gymnastics which has a lot of dance in it coordinated moves in it props in it and to tell us about it i have the most recognized rhythmic gymnast from india the best rhythmic gymnast from india who has taken part competed in a lot of international events like world championships world cups commonwealth games 2018 and she also started 2020 by winning gold in fifth friendly international tournament in italy that is meghna reddy welcome meghna how are you doing Hi Mansa I'm great thank you thank you for having me it's wonderful being here it's been so long since i last met you yeah <laughs> yeah i know i think it's been over a year now <laughs> i know but but you know it's so good to have this chat with you again you know for a different audience and and, and i'm yeah. feeling talking to you and i have a special corner for sports personalities you know that yeah <laughs> yes i do and, and I, I want to start with this rhythmic gymnastics not many people mm-hmm. know of it right yeah and, and you chose to enter this field first of all it's so rare how did you hear about it and what inspired you let's start with that but but mm-hmm. but before i jump into the interview how has your lockdown been oh i think it's been personally like very good for me cuz i mean i have grown a lot like you know personally and like even in professionally with regards to my sport and everything i've actually grown quite a bit during this lockdown so i think for me it's been great and and have you started training now yes yes i did start it's been i think about 2 months that i've been back to training fantastic fantastic now i want yeah. to ask all these serious questions that people are waiting yes. to yeah <laughs> like i yeah. said gymnastics where did you hear this and what inspired you to join this actually my brother my younger brother he used to go for uh, classes at the lb stadium here in hyderabad in india and i used to just accompany him so one day i i mean i used to sit outside the gym outside the uh, gymnasium and i used to like you know i used to see through the small window that window that was there and one day i saw him like jumping on a trampoline and okay. you know as as any young child would be i was like really intrigued and like you know i wanted to do that i wanted to go jump on the trampoline so like you know i begged my mom and i was like you know no i want to go and then it was like just to jump on the trampoline and um, the next day i was in class so that's how i actually started gymnastics but uh, it was my coach he was the one who suggested i take up rhythmics i mean because obviously at that time i did not know Like, you know there were so many different kinds of gymnastics so he was the one who suggested it there were there were like two reasons why he suggested first was i was almost 12 years at the time when i joined and 12 years is usually considered to be old to start uh, gymnastics like you know first timers so uh, he uh, this was one of the reason my age he said that you know it will be hard for me to uh, pick up the skills required in artistic gymnastics and the second reason was i am actually a trained classical dancer so i used to learn kuchipudi for like 5 years before uh, i started with gymnastics so he thought that you know having that grace and you know that expressiveness of a dancer would really help me in a 
sport like rhythmic gymnastics where you know it's all about expression and it's all about performing so that's how i actually discovered rhythmic gymnastics what a story yeah what a story and i think you learned dance from shobha naidu ma'am no yes yes i used to go uh, to her uh, class at uh, domalgura if i'm not wrong yeah yeah i love her absolutely what a oh, yeah. dancer what a great dancer i know she was I want to know you chose, like you said, rhythmic gymnast, and that must have taken a lot of courage and guts, like you know, unknown <laughs> territory and all of that. And it must yeah. have not easy because you know it's very limited. Not many people mm-hmm. understand it, know about mm-hmm. it. It must have mm-hmm. not been easy to even learn the sport, the art, right? Tell yeah. us what have been the struggles. You know, what's been that difficult journey like? Because I'm sure it must not have been easy, and it will inspire us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I think the biggest uh, difficulty I've had is finding one stable coach because like you know uh, it's not a very popular sport and there are not many high level coaches in India like at the time that I started I mean now there are coaches coming up who were my seniors who have retired who have started coaching they are coming up and they have uh, gymnasts who are really good but back when I started it was not uh, as much you know all of my seniors or coaches now they were still playing at that time so like you know it was and especially in south india it is i mean still even to this day we don't have a jump rhythmic gymnastics from south india so you know it was really hard to find a coach i had to uh, go out for training most of the time i mean i used to, i used to be out like you know even right from the beginning i used to be out like you know more than 6 months a year so the traveling part is obviously fun you know getting to meet so many people and like you know th- that has taught me a different um, different life experience it's a different life experience but you know uh, traveling so much staying away from home and like you know not having that one stable coach throughout your you know years of training i think that that's been the most difficult part because having one stable coach means like you know it's like you you have this bond with your coach that is you know hard to make when you are like you know changing a coach every year there is so, no consistency. yeah that exactly exactly there's no like you know consistency it's like you know i have a coach when i'm outside and then i come back to india and then i have to train by myself so finding a coach that i can train for long term was one of the most difficult parts in this sport i can understand and, yeah and other than that obviously uh, we've had quite some trouble with even like you know going for competitions because it's not a very popular sport and like you know the federation would uh, and and also like you know there hasn't been any results that was shown in this sport by india you know any of the competitions we used to go to we i mean before i started playing it was like india was always in the last position so like you know people also did not have that interest to what do you say push this sport to grow so that was there and there was obviously financial uh, problems you know we couldn't get a lot of sponsors uh, the first initial years and like up until like 2015 actually up until i started representing india up until i became part of the national team it was my parents who had to um, you know support me financially for all of the trainings all of the competitions and everything that i did yeah i can see how many challenges you've overcome and i think it's been worth it tell me you know when i chose to do radio my family just 
had a fit they were like oh my god what is radio we don't know it's unconventional you either be a doctor or an engineer or an ias officer and you chose something even more rare than radio <laughs> that means <laughs> how did you support i i know your father is always with you i have seen him around you know mm-hmm. all the time tell me about yeah. their reaction their support please and do you miss them when you travel or they are with you what's the scene all of this mm-hmm. I mean in the beginning uh, my mom used to travel with me because of you know legal reasons I before I turned 18 so my mom used to travel with me to most of the countries but after I turned 18 I started traveling by myself and you know when I was younger it was like you know a lot more fun you know you 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 have this excitement that you're away from home but then you know slowly as you get older you like you know you start to realize that you actually get homesick and Yeah those all are there but again it is just a sacrifice that you know every that we need to make in order to achieve what we want to so yeah there, there's definitely you know missing home missing family but again at the end uh, it will all be worth it so how yeah. did they react when you told them okay i want to be a rhythmic gymnast so uh, they were very supportive like right from the beginning my mom and dad both of them and dad has always been a you know sports enthusiast so i think he was the one who actually pushed me more like you know he he said that you know that studies are not going anywhere you know like exams i can give them at any age you know it doesn't matter what age i am giving the exams at as long as i give them but you know sports is something where once you lose that time you cannot get back and especially in um, such a short lived career especially as a rhythmic gymnast or any gymnast for that matter like our careers as an as athletes is quite short lived so you know especially in this sport it's like the time is very important and like you know i'm not going to get it back once i lose it so he had always been from the beginning that you know you can do do gymnastics follow your passion and like you know do what you want achieve what you want in this and then you can always move on to studies and yeah i think since i since i started uh, studies had always taken a second you know, had taken a back seat so and that's all thanks to my parents how like, you know with, without their support i wouldn't be where i am now family support is everything but exactly. tell me i i like to ask all the sports personalities this it's a mm-hmm. tough life it's in no yeah. easy because physically mentally you have to be tough and and you also have to be very smart about the opportunities and i think yeah. sport is the best teacher ever it completely mm-hmm. dictates Definitely. your life what is the biggest yeah. lesson you have learned from sports you know what is the biggest takeaway for you i think there's like a few things that like you know come together but like uh, the first thing is like you know it taught me to be independent you know i can i i it taught me to be more open like because when i was in school i was quite an introvert <laughs> i was very shy i used to not talk to people but then you know getting into sports it automatically made me open you know i can go and talk to anybody i can get work done like you know if that if it is important to me and if i know that you know i need to get this done for you know myself i know that i can do that and i can i can i can go live anywhere in the world without a problem you know you drop me like in any country i can always find my way back or i can always you know handle myself so it taught me to be independent it taught me to be bold it uh, you know it it taught me not to be afraid of um, speaking for myself and speaking for the things that i believe in and and it taught me that you know it shouldn't matter to you what people say 
uh like you know because when i started they told me that i cannot do gymnastics they told me i was too old and like you know i still get told that you know my body type is not the right type for gymnastics and that you know i should keep give, i should give up and like, you know i shouldn't fight but i think being in sports has given me that strength to stand up for what i believe in you know if this is my passion and this is something that i do and this is something that i really believe in i i will stand up and i will fight for it till the end so yeah i think these are like a few few takeaway points that sports has taught me i i hope whoever is listening to us will get inspired by it and pick up a sport because like i said it's the best teacher ever <laughs> right exactly tell me you know i i always this is one of my favorite questions to sports personalities like i was mentioning mental mm-hmm. strength is everything everything it's mm-hmm. not just about you know winning it's also about losing because you always lose more than you win in sports yeah that's what a sports personality goes by how do you cope with your losses you know when you lose what do you tell yourself what makes you bounce back because you have to get back into physical training right after you lose mm-hmm. a match there is no break uh so i think for me like you know it's always been about uh leaving the past in the past you know there's nothing like i have had bad competitions i've had so many bad competitions and like actually if you take commonwealth i think it was one of my worst performances <laughs> that i did like you know for that year it it was it was actually so bad i mean there was a lot of uh, mental stress before and then you know during the competition because that i mean you know, there were a lot of problems going on at that time i didn't have my coach with me and like that that's like a story for another time but like you know there was so many there was so much of mental stress at that time and i was quite young you know i was like 18 or 19 i don't remember but like you know i was quite young and it was the first time for me uh, competing at such a big platform and i didn't know how to handle the stress at that time so you know it was one of the worst competitions but but like you know i did not let me keep that down for long i finished my competition that day and then you know i went out for dinner uh i like you know just took some time i took a day or two off you know i was in i was in gold coast i was i traveled i i you know went out to see the place and then i tried to refresh my mind and and i bounced back even stronger because like you know less than 3 weeks after commonwealth i played the asian championship and that was like one of my best competitions of the season so like you know the best thing to do when you don't have a good competition is just leave it in the past you know you 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 cannot uh, dwell on it you cannot like you know keep thinking that oh my god i made such a big mistake my competition was so bad you know i i could have done i could have like you know just sat in my room all day you know all the days that i was in gold coast and i could have just you know sulked about it and then you know just be upset with myself you know, keep thinking that you know yeah this is the punishment that i deserve to you know for not being able to perform but you know that would not have helped me me going out seeing the city seeing the place that kind of cleared my mind it took me out of that environment of out of the negative environment that you know that i did not compete well which helped me bounce back stronger for the next competition and like this is not the only time that it has happened it has happened to me multiple times even during the world championship that year so we had competition for four days and the first day went so bad it was like you know i made a mistake that i never made in my entire life and like like it hit me unexpectedly but i did not get stuck in that point i let go of that mistake and the second day that i played i got the highest score in the competition like you know i mean not in the competition but like my personal best i got my personal best of the year that year of 2018 so 
yeah you have to you have to leave that negativity behind you have to like uh, get yourself out of that scenario out of that situation so that you can you know come back to the sport even stronger fantastic fantastic so much to learn yeah so much to learn but tell me this this might mm-hmm. sound very casual to others but i understand you all start young when you start sports yeah and yeah. nerves get the better of all of us growing up you know mm-hmm. we all think yeah, that just even doing something in front of our neighbors forget mm-hmm. you know others and when you all perform you perform in front of thousands of people there are cameras tv yeah. national you know audience and when you play your international sports you were just talking about stress management tell me how do you deal mm-hmm. with your nerves when you do it what's on your mind or are you just focused what's that like so i wouldn't say i'm not nervous i am definitely nervous i i think i don't show it out much but like you know inside i am like a mess especially before i go on to the carpet you know we have that few minutes of waiting behind the curtain before our name gets announced and like you know i i am like on the inside i'm just like you know running around i mean it it it's really nervous but then i i think i kind of uh, I, i've always had this where you know i think i didn't show it out much but the second i go onto the carpet you know all of that disappears because uh. i mean it's it's only you on the carpet you know i mean it's only you who can you know uh, get yourself in that mind uh, mindset you know you you can uh, tune out everything else you know you can tune out the background noise you can tune out the audience the judges also which i do a lot of time so when i am on the carpet it's just me my apparatus and the music i i literally like even even the judges even the audience i like you know blur them out i am just completely focused at that uh, in that moment at that point just my music just my apparatus that i that i see and hear and i mean like i said i i am a dancer right so like i have been dancing since the age of 5 years so i have always had that what do you say a performing uh, thing like you know i love i love to perform you know and and not just perform like you know i think i've i had that um, i have a knack for the stage if that uh. makes sense <laughs> you know i i i love i love speaking i love performing um, I love being the center of attention at that point. Uh, I love how <laughs> you <know>? honest you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, I have nothing to hide, you know. That that that's who I am. Because when when I am there and not just during competitions, even when I uh, speak or even when I give like, you know, these different talks and everything, I it it's just me in that moment like, you know, the spotlight is on me and like, you know, I get to share my my story. So like, you know, that really excites me. i get to share my side of her story or like you know i get to express myself and when i'm doing my routines i get to tell my story i get to tell a story that you know, not just my story maybe a story that i made up so i i just love that feeling that you know everybody is focused only on what i have to say and oh. and i love that feeling honestly and it's mutual you want to give them that focus right back <laughs> you know blinders on yeah fantastic <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was just talking about how graceful you are. I'm sure you know you're a, you've been a dancer. It comes from the dance also. Maybe you're born with some amount of grace. But tell me, is there something you all do? You know, extra jaake kuch karna just to be a little extra graceful because even rhythmic gymnast is all about grace. Yeah. So I mean, we do a lot of ballet uh, because ballet is one of the main uh, 
part in rhythmic gymnastics so like a lot of elements that we do in rhythmic gymnastics has been um, inspired by ballet i can say so we do minimum of you know 2 hours of ballet a day that is that that really helps us with the flow it helps us with the uh, execution it helps us with what we call the lines you know like uh, getting the knee straight our hands stretched out because we need to be able to um, control even like you know the ends of our fingertips so like you know all of that uh, we get that through our ballet training and and we do ballet more for um, that's more specific to rhythmic gymnastics and yeah other than that i i i just like to dance from time to time i do a lot of contemporary and i've been trying to pick up new styles of dance so that you know i can just understand the music a little bit understand the flow that will actually help me when i am performing my routines because i mean performing is all about going uh, with the flow with the music which is very much required in rhythmic gymnastics and it has a very important role that it plays you know we we are judged based on how we move to the music how the choreography is set to the music so yeah i think the only extra thing that we do is is ballet that you know everybody does and i just like to dance from time to time that's nice you know when we see it's stunning though it is absolutely stunning but you just mentioned sometime back that once you were told that you know you're not fit for the sport mm-hmm. because you were too old and that's a very mm-hmm. harsh criticism you know yeah. state to deal with and a lot of people would give up but you didn't i'm mm-hmm. sure you took it up as a challenge tell yeah. me about that how, how did you know that go down Uh, so i am i mean from childhood i have been the kind of person i mean i still am that kind of person who you know when someone says me i cannot do something i will i will make sure that i do that just to show them that you know no you were wrong you know i can do what i want and i will do what i want because i have the passion for it and i have the love for it so i guess yeah every time every time someone told me that you know i cannot do something i just take it up as a challenge i'd be like you know yeah now i'm going to show you you know what i am i'm going to show you uh, i'm going to do exactly what you said i cannot do just to show you how strong i am so yeah that, that's how I, i've always been and not just not just with gymnastics also like you know with anything else even in life in general and that's the spirit we all need and we should have but thank you so much for reiterating that for us I I was just telling you that every sports person they all have their favorite titles and targets and all of that I'm sure Olympics is always everybody's favorite right mm-hmm. yeah but other than that are there any goals you know that you have lined up for yourself what you know what do you want to achieve plans lined up tell us please if you go according to like you know the sport and like you know my career as an athlete I think for me uh Uh, for me it would be winning a medal at the commonwealth games i mean it it is a big achievement in itself it's not as big as participating in the olympics obviously but i think that goal for me is more of a personal goal you know it's very personal to me because uh, commonwealth was a game you know the 2010 delhi commonwealth games were the ones that um, really inspired me that really made me realize how much i love this sport and you know they are the ones that made me want to take up gymnastics rhythmic gymnastics as a profession so for me the winning a medal at the commonwealth games is a personal goal that i am working towards achieving at the 2022 Olymp- uh, commonwealth games and other than that i think i think on a yes. whole i i just want to be a 
you know inspiration i want to be a role model you know i i was a little kid i was a kid of you know 12 years who saw all these athletes you know representing their country representing something you know just something bigger than themselves they were representing a whole country of people and and you could see that in their eyes you know when i was at the 2010 delhi commonwealth i was there live in the stadium and you could see it in their faces of how proud they were to be there i want to be like them you know and i want to be i want to be like you know standing on the podium and like you know a small girl sitting in her house seeing seeing it on tv and then like you know maybe hopefully she would you know get inspired to do the same so that that's kind of like a personal goal for me ah but another inspired thing for all of us about sports personalities are their routine my god there is no changing your routine that's you know etched in the yeah. stone it's very inspiring for us and for us to maintain our normal routine only we keep crying so tell us a little about your routine for how long do you train what do you you know miss not doing what's it like i think i think the key here is to have a balance you know i mean i train i train during the week if you like you know during the week i don't even reply back to messages and just my phone is like blasting with messages and calls and i don't reply back to that because like you know it just it just this um self discipline that i have you know when i am in training when i am you know busy with my trainings i have nothing else around me and usually my training during competition season they uh, go for about um, 8 to 9 hours a day so you know that uh, and and it's not just the gymnastics that we do we do like you know like i said 2 hours of ballet and then we have 2 hours of warm up and then we do you know another 4 to 5 hours of the apparatus the specific apparatus and like you know our routines that we uh, repeat them over and over again and this is usually during uh, the competition season but off season we change our um, you can say training goals a little bit you know we focus less little bit less on the gymnastic aspect of my training like the specific rhythmic gymnastics we focus a little less on that and focus more on the finer details on like you know on uh, building uh, the things that i'm not good at like currently because of the lockdown you know all the stadiums were shut down so i couldn't really train my routine but i didn't stop training you know i started working with the basics again i started building my strength i started building my flexibility so you know when i got back to uh, a normal schedule that i normally would i would be able to you know pick up where i left off it won't be like you know i was at a peak and then i went like 10 steps back now i have to take 10 steps uh, again forward to come to the point where i am and then go forward so i didn't want to do that so i made sure that you know i was where i was so that i could move forward from that point fantastic what a routine yeah like i said discipline and mental strength two things to learn from your sports people i tell you for me every conversation i have with you guys is like a lesson so megna tell me what's your favorite cheat food i love asking sports people this when you cheat what do you cheat <laughs> i mean it usually totally depends on my mood but um i think my go to one would be pani puri or like what? actually any chaat for that matter aha like a typical girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah typical girl yeah tell me when you wake up every morning 
I know mm-hmm. it's there's a very hard, grueling routine lined up. You have goals, you have titles, you know, everything is difficult. But what is that one thing you tell yourself that keeps you going? Is there any line or motto that you live by? Do you have that self-pep talk? I actually found this quote just recently during the quarantine, actually. And I think that's what motivated me to, you know, to get up and uh, to actually, you know, start working. And I just recently found it and it's called wake up beauty it's time to be oh. yeah so like it's it, it, it's such an interesting uh, concept it takes like you know a very classic fairy tale and it kind of you know tells you to be your own you know beast you don't need somebody else coming and saving you you can like you know wake up and you can do those things that you want to do for yourself so i think i think that's 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 the uh, motto i'm going to be living by so that's for you but if you have to tell everyone who's listening to you right now especially girls mm-hmm. you know to chase their mm-hmm. dreams like you did and like i said mm-hmm. you took the less traveled almost not traveled path mm-hmm. at all you know and, and it's yeah. Yeah. a choice and decision for you so mm-hmm. what do you want to say a last mm-hmm. message for people who are listening to you please which will inspire them i'm sure i think it's it, it it this goes for everyone you know not just the little girls it's like you know you need to just stand up for yourself and for what you believe in you know if you think what you're saying is right you need to fight for it you need to be strong enough to fight for what you believe in and that will help you achieve what you want to and it will get you to really great heights fantastic fantastic it's always always a pleasure meghna and i wish i always am cheering for you when you're out there you know doing anything at all and mm-hmm. and i keep waiting for you to participate so that i can call you up and interview you about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> out here but yep so inspiring talking to you and learning about your journey thank you so much for talking to us thank you thank you for having me I hope you guys took something away from this conversation because Meghna had so much to tell us and next Sunday I'll be back with more positive conversations for you and we'll be sprinkling kindness like we always have on Touch a Life Kindness show mai hu RJ Manasa stay tuned